0: Isn't the gospel so powerful? Wow. Like, when I read it, sometimes I just get chills. You guys ready to have some fun? Can I get a lot of kids up here, children? Can you just stand up and just come up here? Come on. Just come up right up to the middle. Come on. Come on. You're never going to forget this. Come on. You can stand up here, actually. You're good. Stay here. Wow. Maybe not all of them, but that's good. Okay. Great. All right. So they ask, they ask Jesus, Jesus, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Who's the greatest? Before Jesus says a word, he says, do you see this child? This is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. For whoever humbles himself like this child, he will be greatest. Can we give him a round of applause? Children, can you look at me? Hey kids, never lose your childlike heart. Never grow up. St. Paul says, do not be childlike in thinking, be mature, right? Grow up, you're going to grow up, but never forget that you are a child of God. God bless you. Go ahead, go back to your seats. So, what does it mean to be a child? Because... I asked the the people yesterday, I said, all the children of God, please raise your hand. And you know what was sad? Only the kids raised their hands. Every single one of us baptized in the name of Jesus, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we have received the Holy Spirit, we have all become children of God. So every single one of us in this church is a child of God. Jesus brings forward a child in our midst to teach us that we all must be children of our heavenly Father. Because if we're not children of God, we have no place in his kingdom. A child has all authority in their father and mother's house. It's their house. That means heaven is yours. Heaven belongs to you. Jesus has gone to prepare a place for you. And you're, his, you're a child of the Father. So when you enter the gates of, of heaven, you're going to say, this is my home. This is where I belong. Because I'm living in the Spirit of God. But I'm going to talk about two things that children have that Jesus wants us to have. One is humility. And the second is vulnerability. So, first with humility... Jesus says, whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. We have to have childlike humility. When asked who is the greatest, Jesus doesn't choose the strongest, the most gifted. He says, well, St. Paul says, God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak of the world to shame the strong. Humility... One aspect of it is to be dependent upon God. To always know that you need God. The proud person says, I don't need God, I'm self-sufficient. But the humble person recognizes that even though they can be gifted in all of, the, all of so many things, that without God, they are nothing. A child recognizes that they need mommy and daddy. Who cooks for them? Who cleans for them? When a child is hungry, they say, Mom, Dad. Who's mom or dad? Who's, who's cooking is better? Sometimes it's opposite, right? Yeah, some, mostly it's mom. But sometimes dad cooks some good barbecue or whatever. Who when a child is hungry, they cry and they say, Mommy, daddy, I'm hungry. When we as children of God are hungry and needy and thirsty, we go to the source, Jesus, and he gives us his bread so that we can have. You know, I love John chapter 4. The woman at the well. The woman goes to the well and she's thirsty. And Jesus says, I have water in which when you drink this, you will never thirst. Go to me. Come to me. Because you're going to come and drink this water. You're going to be thirsty again. But when you come to me, when you live as a child dependent upon God, self, you're good. As a priest, one of, um, one of my biggest struggles as a priest is self-reliance. To rely on my own strength, and my own power, my own knowledge. But my posture as a priest has to be receptivity. To be open to the Holy Spirit. To be open to what God wants to communicate to the community. I can't, when I stand up here, it can't be Father John wants to talk about this. It has to be, I prayed about this all week. God wants to say this to you. And this is what I'm feeling. This is what I feel God wants to lead our community in. So as a priest, I have to reject self-reliance and rely more on God so that I can be a mediator for you. That's my life. That's my job. For all of you, what aspect of your life do you feel like you need to humble yourself? What aspect of your life do you feel like you need to say, You know, Lord, I've been relying on myself way too much. I need you. I need you to change my heart. I need you to change this situation. Lord, I can't do it by myself anymore. It's too much. Lord, I need you. There's this beautiful song by Matt Maher. You guys want to sing it together? Lord, I need you. Oh, I need you. Choir, do you know it? You want to sing it with me? No, you guys are good. They didn't practice, so it's kind of tough. We have to cry out to God and say, Lord, I need you. So if there's any place in your life where you're not acting as a child, where you're trying to be too much of a grown-up and you're not saying, God, I need you, humble yourself. Recognize your need for God and be more of a child of God. More of a, a child who prays to their father with confidence because God loves you. The second aspect is vulnerability. Children are vulnerable. Children are able to be hurt and it hurts us. It's why Jesus immediately turns to those people who cause little ones to sin. Jesus is very smart. He first talks about a child, then he talks about those who cause them to sin, and then he talks about how they can get lost. We recognize that there are children, and even in our lives, that are far from God and are lost because they've been hurt. What does it mean to be lost? It means to be out of the family. When kids run away, like the prodigal son who ran away from his father, the father, when the prodigal son comes back, he says, my son was lost, but now he's found. Hallelujah! Let's throw a party. There are children in our community who are lost, who are far from God, who are not living in the family of God. In a family, there's love and security. But when you're lost... You're alone and afraid. You're like lost sheep that are vulnerable to the attack of wolves. They're defenseless. They're helpless. They're hopeless. It's why Jesus calls himself the Good Shepherd who searches for his his lost sheep. Jesus loves his sheep and he wants all of them. Amen? Amen? So Jesus recognizes how vulnerable children are. He recognizes how vulnerable Christians are. Let's be honest, as Christians in today's world, you will be persecuted, you will be misunderstood, you will feel like no one is on your side. God is for you. St. Paul says, if God is for us, who can be against us? All throughout the gospel, Jesus talks about, blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness. Rejoice and be glad, your reward will be great in heaven. St. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 4, when ridiculed, we bless. When persecuted, we endure. When slandered, we respond gently. Let's be real. The struggle is real as Christians. And it feels like it's only going to get harder. And as children of God, we're vulnerable to getting hurt. That's why we need to live in the family of God. This is your home. This is your safe place. This is, we called it, our village. St. George Village. I want to take us back to the flow of the gospel. Start with Jesus talking about a child, must be like a child. Then those who will hurt children, better that a millstone be hung around their neck and be thrown into the sea and you cause one of the little ones, but Jesus recognizes these things happen. Because children are hurt because they're vulnerable, they're lost. That's why the good shepherd goes for them. But here's the reality. Who hurts children? I asked kids yesterday, who hurts you? Who leads you away from God? They said, the devil. I said, okay, the devil, I get it. But people hurt children too. It's why Jesus brings up this amazing part. He's very smart. He recognizes that children will get lost because of us. Because we're bad examples to our kids. So Jesus says, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his faults. Are there people in your life who are bad for your children? Are there people who lead your children to sin? Not just children, you. Are there people in your life that lead you to sin? Maybe it's a friend that's a bad influence. You know, parents always talk about it. Hey kids, you listening? Kids, can you raise your hand? Raise your hand, kids. I'm keeping you now. Parents always talk to you and they say, watch out for your... Say it with me. Watch out for your friends. Be careful, kids. Or maybe you're the friend. Maybe you're the friend that leads others away from God, away from the family of God. Watch out for your friends, kids. But how about us? Don't we also need to watch out for our friends? Those who cause us to sin? Jesus says, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him. Are you willing to correct them and tell them? I think we're turning into a community that's scared to correct people. Just like a relativistic culture that says everything is true, we don't want to offend anyone because we don't want to impose our value system upon them. We say, oh, you do you, you know? But they're causing you to be them. So what are we doing? It's sad, but... Chaldeans seem like they avoid conflict now. Don't tell them they're wrong. It's it's awkward. Don't be awkward. That's not what Jesus said. Jesus said, those who cause sin, tell them. If they don't listen to you, go take two people and tell them with those people so that you have witnesses. Maybe they're going to listen to them. If they don't listen to them, take them to the church, which is the community of believers. If they don't listen to them, treat them like a Gentile or a tax collector, which means get them out of your life. So kids, if you have friends who are far from God, teach them about Jesus. Your job is to evangelize them. Your job is to help them. If they don't listen to you, go bring a couple friends with you and say, Hey, Jesus is amazing. (laughs) Like, this is wrong. If they don't listen to that, talk to them more. about the, Give them the church. If they don't listen to that, what is my advice? Don't be friends with them. Because you have to guard your heart. Our childlike nature is being stolen from us. Our beautiful children who are just here, I told them, stay children. Don't grow up. Of course they're going to grow up. But in your heart, Be a child of God, living in the Holy Spirit. Be open and receptive. Be humble and say, Lord, I need you. And that when you're hurt, go to the source, Jesus Christ. Amen?